0: I mean, I just want another ring. Yes. What's up, guys? This is Rob of Couch on Fire Podcast. I'm trying to do something cool, like, you know, say funny phrases in the beginning that you guys have no idea what it's about, but it's about this episode. Um, So I don't know. Always trying something new. You know how it is. Anyway, um, so real quick, how y'all doing today? gonna get a little country for you i'm just kidding um so yes all i do want is another ring so let me elaborate so i play fantasy football i well i play fantasy sports i love me some fantasy sports i play free in a free league and i also play in a league with friends and money not always necessarily friends but I do like to gamble with some uh, fantasy. Anyway, I have uh, two championship rings. Now, I have won three fantasy championships in my lifetime. The first one, I do not have a ring for. Um, I could order one, but it was a long time ago. I'd probably say 2012, maybe. Yeah, 2012. 2011, 2012 season. Something like that. What year did the Ravens win the Super Bowl? 2012? Yeah, so it was 2011. So 2011, I um, played fantasy football in not the group that I'm still playing with today, but the group that I was playing, another group that I played with. Anyway, um, played some fantasy football, and I won. First time in that league, and it was great. So that one didn't play for any money. Um, I don't think so. It was a long time ago. It's 2019 now, about to be 2020. And then... uh, But I've always been consistent with this one league that I play with a lot of my friends. And I have won it. I've won it in the 2017 season. So about two years ago, three years ago. um, Yeah. And now I stink. You know, I always feel feel hopeful when I play fantasy football. I always feel like draft is everything. And um, I felt good about this draft i made i made some i made a bad call week one, but we're gonna get to that in a second um but before I do that, i wanna thank my sponsor wait, I don't have a sponsor yet what are you guys doing if you guys are out there and you know a local business in the area, Myrtle Beach, please. Come to me. I will sponsor you, throw you out there, do some love. Yes, that was my plead. <laughs> anyway, um, well, we, we do have an ad that plays in front of this. That is our only sponsor for right now. Uh, but this episode is not sponsored by anyone. But in future episodes, if you want to be sponsored, just hit me up, hit Alex up, Couch on Fire Podcast at gmail.com, email us, message us on any social media network. Um, yeah contact us we can get you on here maybe even be a guest if you're a local business owner or a business owner period um, get your voice out there and uh, yeah we'll see what's going on so that was my my little spiel with that um, but yes yeah, so this episode I'm not by myself I'm actually about to call phone in a friend <laughs> basically I got my friend um, devin who I do a podcast with. Um, I also play fantasy football with them, and last year I played fantasy basketball for the very first time, and I did well, I did great, I also was playing against some noobs, I think, I don't know, but I won the championship, first time ever playing fantasy basketball, won the championship, um, so I really want to, uh, see if i can convince him to play some fantasy basketball i know he's all about the you know fantasy football but we'll we'll see we'll see but anyway so i'm gonna pause for a second i'm gonna bring devin in and it should be good let's talk about some fantasy sports Why not? hello devin hi rob how are you
1: i'm doing great how you doing bud
0: (laughs) all right uh i'm glad okay so we're live and i'm glad to hear that uh you know, you're still alive. I haven't heard from you in a little bit. I know you've been busy.
1: It's It's been a minute, yep.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, for the viewers at home, uh, this is Devin Brooks. I've, I have I kind of de- gave him a little brief intro, but he doesn't know about it. But uh, yes, he um, he started a podcast called OMO, which is Our Mouse Overlord. Um, it is still around. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's just basically where you talk about Disney and everything about Disney, and I've helped co-host a couple episodes with them, so... Um, all of them so far yeah well i'm sure he's itching because there's so many so much disney stuff going on in the world but we won't have to talk about it on this episode but yeah there's so much disney stuff happening
1: um at least recently yeah, we'll, so yeah well we'll we'll get back into it fairly soon but that was all my fault had, had a lot of we we unfortunately cannot just podcast full-time yet so gotta get work figured out first now that that's kind of calmed down i'll we'll get get back to the world of disney asap so
0: well yeah i mean i always say it and i'm sure you feel the same way i mean this is a hobby work family oh, oh, right work and family come first always so of course yeah i mean i kind of took like a, a hiatus for about two weeks um i actually had some mental health things going on that i didn't oh. talk to you about um, oh yeah, that's that's no good. Yeah, I was, I was, I don't know, I was very depressed. But I um I did not find God. I found Gears of War, and um, <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, that was another thing too. I started playing a video game and just kind of got lost into the the world.
1: And uh, I'm ho- I'm hoping to be able to join you uh, when we get paid. I'm hoping to be able to jump into it and, and try it out. I'm either I'm debating on that or Borderlands Three. Haven't haven't decided yet, but I'm leaning Gears since I know people that are already playing it. So.
0: Oh yeah, and it's crazy because, not to dwell too much on it, I don't want to get off topic, but I will say this, playing that game now compared to playing it when we were younger is much different because trying to coordinate with other people and their busy lives to actually play is like the hardest thing in the world. I have a group chat with Fred, uh, Mike, Ryan Testerman and I think just me and it might be one other person that I don't know and I'll just say gears
1: and if no one responds I know I'm playing a solo match.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like shit, but it's yeah
1: But it, yeah. when back in the team house days when I used to live with Five other people plus two basically <laughs> um, Yeah, it was it's you take it for granted because I mean there wasn't a night that we didn't play something and normally it was gears So we got home after work played Gears for like four hours, went to bed, and did the exact same thing the next day. Now it's difficult to get a more than two people together to play anything. Stupid life.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I binge-played it, because it was like double XP when it first came out, and <laughs> then my in-laws were just in town. They just left on Saturday, so I did not play it at all, and I still haven't played it since Saturday. Um, yeah, so, but that's here, near, or there. Um, yeah. Hopefully you get on there. But I'll I'll do my best. <laughs> so I asked I asked Devin to come on this podcast because I play fantasy football um as as you should know because I talked about it on the podcast but I also I play it with Devin. Devin's one nope. of the one of the I think 13 guys that play in this league. Is it uh, we're
1: at, we're at 12 now. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, well, we've we've bounced up and down from 12 to 14.
0: Yeah. Um so I've I've been a part of it for a couple years. I think there was like 2 years I wasn't a part of it. And then mm-hmm. um, I got back into it and everything. It's like a, a rite of passage. Like I get, I got <laughs> replaced one year, and then the next year they forgot about me, and then I came <laughs> back. <laughs> but um, but I, but this episode is actually a little bit more than just fantasy football. Now I, I know, I want to. I have questions for you. I'm about to ask you all these lovely questions, and it's mostly going to be about fantasy football for you. But. Uh-huh my goal by the end of this podcast is to convince you to play fantasy basketball this year. So just be prepared. <laughs> um, that's the first time I'm mentioning it. So I'm going to try to mention it at least seven more times.
1: Well, I'll I'll, I'll tell you right up front. It shouldn't be, a, it'll be a very, um, non-dramatic finish because I've always wanted to play. I just, we, j- I just never have enough friends that are into basketball to want to play it. Cause, cause I love it. I, I, I enjoy fancy sports in general, mainly just because of, you know joining with friends and getting to oh, compete yeah. with friends and because it keeps everybody in touch you know mm-hmm. so that that's kind of my so i'm i'm all about it so you don't have to convince me at all i'm in um well
0: that answers one of the questions <laughs> like what do you love about fantasy uh, sports or fantasy football and you pretty much just hit that on the yeah. on the nail i i, well, I kind of agree with you not to interrupt you but i do agree with you, you what you're saying um and it goes back to what we just kind of talked about with the video games. I love competitiveness, but I love it more with my friends, my best friends, the people that I grew up with. It's just – because you know how to press their buttons. Yep. And But you know they're not going to fucking just stop talking to you. <laughs> right. Yeah. No,
1: no I – that's – I play in – I'm not – so I, I play fantasy football every year and I stay into it and I make sure that I'm you know setting my lineup every week and I make sure I'm doing research and I listen to some fantasy football podcasts but I'm not like a full on maniac about it I've only had I only have two leagues one that is the one that you're talking about that basically are a bunch of friends from that I've known since some of them since elementary school um, and then another one that I just joined just to have another one to be part of but. Yeah, the, I realized this year that the second one that I joined that I know one other person in, I barely pay any attention to it. I am all about it connecting with my buddies because yeah. it, it. I just don't care about that second league. It just doesn't do anything for me. You know, I still set it and I still I'm actually doing OK in it. But when I'm thinking about it, like on a Sunday, like what, you know, what guys I'm paying attention to to see if I'm winning or not. Never has anything to do with that second league. So, yeah, it's uh, going along with why I enjoy it. One, you know, it, like you said, the, the competition, It's it's we don't pay a lot to join it, but you get a couple hundred bucks at the end of it. You know, you get to uh, rub your friends' faces in it. Uh, but mainly, I mean, both of us live in you know, uh, the Carolinas, so... This is how I keep in touch with, you know, yeah. not nine, nine other guys, basically. Um, so that's that's my biggest thing. I mean, I, I'm texting several of those guys a few times a week because we're just talking about fantasy football.
0: Yeah. Um, by the way, I still don't pay attention to the chat until I had – I turned the notifications back on. But until my name gets brought up, I never mention- <laughs> I never go into the chat. Um yeah I mean fantasy football for me I um I started playing it with you guys you you guys yep. were the first to get me into fantasy football I played I think two years prior to that I mean actually I was thinking about it a while ago I played it um before Hawaii when I lived there with Kristen and me and Kristen lived in Hawaii in 2011. So I've been playing fantasy football with you guys for a long time, (laughs) and I never thought about it. I was like, man, I've been playing fantasy football that long. (laughs) Um, And like I said, I did miss uh, two years in that in-between thing, and I think one of the reasons was um, I did live in Hawaii. I wasn't really in touch with a lot of you guys, and I didn't have the money to really pay, so I just wasn't (laughs) in it. Um, I did um, – I what you were saying before, like you're in a second league, but you really don't know anybody there besides like one other person. Yeah, I've I've tried to see other people. I mean, I, I've been I've been you know I've tried to branch out from our little group of you know um, fantasy football, and I did one in 2011 um, when I didn't do one with you guys. I did one with another friend of mine that I do know. His name's Ryan Rohde. Um, it was for for free. We just did something, and I did a different style than um what we did. Like every week, you like, I don't know, it's it's kind of weird. Um, and I actually won that um season. He got so mad at me that he stopped talking <laughs> to me for five years because he was like, oh, "I play every year, and you just your first <laughs> time here, and you just win." <laughs> um, which by the way, that was the year that uh um what was this uh Aaron Rodgers. You know, it was his first year, so he was doing pretty good then. <laughs> yeah. Um. But no, I mean, yeah, so I stepped away, and I've tried to play um, in other things, and I kind of agree with you. I really don't pay too much attention to that. Um, I really love paying – I pay the most attention to either if I have money involved or if it's with my friends. There was another league that I played a couple years ago with my work, and I paid attention to that. um, But but I tend to filter more towards you know, oh, am I going to play Devin this week, or I'm playing DJ this week? Right. Because I know you guys, and I know that you know I can talk trash to Joe,
1: kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I mean, I was I just happened to I pulled up the standings, so we just kind of t- because oh, you Jesus. said that we had been <laughs> that you'd been playing with us since 2011. Um, let's see, one, two, three. About six or seven, maybe eight of the twelve guys have been in it since the very beginning. We started it. Right. We started it when we moved to when I moved to Owings Mills, so that was, I don't know, tw- you know, that was two thousand two thousand nine, maybe. Yeah, I was going to say nine because I was right before I met Kristen. Right. Yeah. So, so it's 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 been a long time. So Ten yeah, years. you you Ooh. get you get pretty attached to this kind of thing. Like I I enjoy, you know, obviously you'll have some people that float in and out. Like we've got a couple people that have only been in the league for 2 years and and we used to have, you know, people like Purdy used to be part of it that uh, he's kind of dropped out, but but yeah, we for the most part everybody's kind of stuck around throughout this whole thing, which makes it more important to me.
0: Well, you know, uh you said that too. Darren, Darren was a Darren was one of the forefathers yeah. and he uh yeah. <laughs> you know, he uh, kind of got away from it. I mean, it's very stressful too. And that kind of brought yeah. up, um, I had this conversation on um, one of the other episodes. Like, I finally got a chance to watch a Ravens game. It was Ravens in Kansas City. It was me and yep. my father-in-law. I have Patrick Mahomes. I have Sammy Watkins. It, it's tough. It is tough because you love your fantasy football team. You want to win. It's very competitive. But you always support your home team. And I was yeah. supporting Baltimore. And, I, I, you know, you have Lamar Jackson, so, of course, you're supporting. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but it it it's just one of those things where okay, I want Baltimore to win fifty points, and I want Kansas City to throw for forty five points. You know like it's just one of those things it, it it is tough, and there is a little war inside you when like you really want your you really want your player to do well, but you also want your team to win and yeah. I think that a lot of, a lot of us that play in this league agree that ravens or or whatever your team is will go first,
1: yeah. I I have two rules when it comes to fantasy. The first one is I will never root for someone going against my team just for the sake of fantasy because it just feels gross. Like In my other league, I have Juju um, Smith-Schuster and and the Ravens play against the Steelers next week. I am going to root for us to keep him to zero catches and zero yards because it helps my hometown team. I will never say, "Oh man, I hope that he goes off on us" because that leaves the door open for us. So that's my first rule. And my second rule is more of just a don't be a dick um, type of rule is I will never root for an injury just so that one of my players can, you know, thrive or or get in a better chance to succeed cuz cuz football matters before, you know mm-hmm. fantasy. So so if, if I if I go with with both of those, I typically don't have to worry about about, you know, cheering against yeah, you know, someone that's you know, start cheering for someone that's going against my hometown team
0: now for all those for all those listeners in a small town in um idaho yeah i know you <laughs> don't have a team so yeah all all power to you um yeah. <laughs> but no I, yeah i mean so it, it was a little war for me but i do agree now i will say and this is i will say this because i'm trying to be very honest i might not say it out loud but i sometimes i do think and I really do hope that players will get hurt just so my player will win. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I'm gonna say it I, that that is rude, and I know there's a ton of people that think this the kind of stuff. I I hear people say break his fucking leg, you know. Just <laughs> and I don't know. It's it's just a competitive thing. Um, but I will always pull you know for the Ravens, and I hope I feel like a Super Bowl is much better than me
1: winning a stupid fantasy football team league. Oh, of well, of course, yeah. yeah. No, I mean. Well, if you if you do that, you uh risk battling with the with the fantasy gods who yeah. can come down hard on you. I've I've, oh, yeah. I've been through my fair share of uh tough breaks in terms of <laughs> in terms of fantasy. So, I mean, in our league we invented a rule that was named after me because of my bad breaks, but so yeah. it's that's that's the chance you take if you're going to be rooting for injuries. But, hey, that's 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 what's something you got to live with. Well, you know, I thought it. I didn't say it out loud, but yet
0: I'm on a two-game losing streak right now. Um, in my defense, last week, like this previous week that just passed by was probably the worst week for fantasy football. I was looking at points for people. Some people did great, but a lot of the people that normally do great weren't doing that great. I mean, both my quarterbacks sucked. Dak and <laughs> Mahomes. And, you know, they both been doing good this year um i'm not going to talk football too much because i am ignorant i don't know t- i know i know a lot about football but i don't know a lot about the stats so this is why i've never debated with you guys on um chat or this is why i never so why would i you know i try not to involve myself in something that i'm not educated enough to argue with because that's what it that's always it always comes down to a pissing contest and i don't yeah. want to argue with someone
1: if i know um, that i'm not going to win so <laughs> well the, the other thing is, that is bad there's a difference between good fantasy and good regular football. Like, because Lamar, if you take Lamar Jackson, for instance, I mean, last week, you know, he played against the Browns. And if you're watching that game, not thinking about fantasy, he really didn't have that great of a game. Um, You know, he, he threw a couple of picks. You know, obviously they got smoked, and he had kind of a garbage touchdown. Not kind of, he had a garbage touchdown at the end of that game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, then you go over to the fantasy side of it, and because he ran for, you know, however many yards he ran for, he got a few extra points. And because garbage points count just the same as regular points, those all counted the same. So in the end, it looks like he had a much better game than than mm-hmm. if you're just looking at it from a real football point of view and that's and that happens sometimes like sometimes you have a guy who will have 10 catches for 50 yards which is kind of gross like in real life that is nothing but in fantasy he got 15 points for nothing you know so like it's that's that's a big difference that some people don't kind of look into when they're talking about fantasy we're talking about football in general yeah well you know
0: one thing that's helped me is I you know like I just said about the whole stat thing and the whole you know players and different. Um, but one thing that's helped me, it's kind of helped me more in other sports because I, I have tried fantasy um, hockey, fantasy basketball. I haven't did baseball. Baseball's too long. I don't even know if I can handle. I can't even handle yeah. like five games in a row. Um, so, <laughs> um, but for someone who doesn't know a lot about basketball and for someone who doesn't know a lot about hockey, it's it's cool to know because you get to learn about certain players and with football. I mean, that's definitely helped me in the, in the 10 years that I've been doing this with you guys and whatever. Um, It's definitely motivated me to learn more about players, learn their names. I'm like, okay, well I know this person he's a slot receiver. So I know, you know, it it definitely has helped me out. Um, And in the fantasy basketball, I tried it for the first time last year and it's, it really helped me out a lot. Um, Some of the players that did not know at all, but they, they just kept winning and helping me out. And I'm like, wow, I really like these players. And now I know, like, you know, how, how this player is. And now everyone's been traded the whole, you know, everyone gets <laughs> traded in basketball. Yeah. <laughs> so I get to learn a whole new line of people and things like that. And I think that helps me out. I don't know if it helps you. You already are knowledgeable in sports uh, more than I am, but you know.
1: Oh, I mean, it, it, it's still, I mean, even, I mean, sports, change so often and the players update so often and if you aren't a like i watch all the time but i'm not like like someone like doug is way more knowledgeable about, mm-hmm. about about like football and baseball than i am but yeah i mean um i'm again i just i have kind of our league up and i um i just happen to be you know i'm, I'm just happening looking at my bench mm-hmm. and what normal human being knows that Daryl Williams is the third string running back on Kansas City? Well, someone who plays fantasy football because oh, yeah. that's the kind of things that you keep track of and that's the kind of things that you have to pick up on. And then, you know, you, you got to know depth charts. And so, yeah, it, it definitely can can help out. I mean, like for, for basketball, if if you get, you know, someone like Kevin Durant gets, you know, hit tears as Achilles or someone, you know, DeMarcus Cousins, when he went out of uh, year well, he's been out a couple times, but when he yeah. went out a couple years ago, you have to kind of study his t- current team and see if, all right, well, he's out. He was averaging 25 points a game and 11 rebounds. Someone's got to pick up that slack. Can I pick up the next guy in line or will their next star just have to score, you know, five or six or seven more points? So do I try to trade for him? Because I know he's about to blow up, you know? So yeah, all, all that stuff can lead to learning more players, learning the game, learning how, like you mentioned, uh slot receivers, uh, we're in a PPR league, which means a point per reception league. So you know, that slot receivers tend to get, but not all the time, but tend to get, you know, targeted more. They'll have shorter passes. So sometimes they're more important for our league. So yeah, all, all that stuff you learn as you play this, you know, this giant children's game for grown men. So
0: <laughs> this gambling that no one talks about, yeah. it's like a hush hush thing. Um, because gambling's illegal. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I will say one of the there's a couple different ways to play fantasy. Um, I've I've changed my ways over the years. So, um, I was fortunate enough to win a couple years back, and that method, the way I I played, totally different. I think I didn't even pay attention some of the times. Mm. But see, the how I used to play was I was a trade person. If someone offered me a trade. I wouldn't say no. I'd be like, oh, whatever. It's probably pretty cool. And I would always come in the bottom, and I was always sucking ass. (laughs) So one year I decided never to talk to anybody about trades and just be confident with the team that I drafted. And it worked. It only worked once, but it worked. Um, And so ever since then, that's kind of been my formula. Uh, This year I already made – I feel like I made one big mistake, and you actually um, picked up on that mistake. And I drafted uh, the Los, Los Angeles Rams defense, and they had a shitty first game. And I gave up on them immediately, which yeah. I should have never did because now their defense is getting a little bit better. And well, I did, the thing that made me upset was I gave up, on, gave up on them too fast, and then there was no good defenses out there. So I didn't even look. I didn't even think, to think okay, before I, before I just dropped these guys, what other defenses are out there because i just was yeah. like i was so mad at them um again yeah, i i fucked up so when i faced you this week and i saw them i was like oh. luckily <laughs> i did pick up an okay defense right now and we tied
1: on defenses but yeah but it was just oh man <laughs> yeah i mean you 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 know like with with just like with anything else, you you pick up uh some you know you make mistakes that yeah you learn from fairly quickly. I remember Joe, the first year that, because when we created the league, that was the first year that he ever played fantasy football. Uh And I can't remember what receiver was. I want to say it was Michael Thomas. It was, it was a big name receiver. Um, He was, so he had been playing for a couple weeks and he had bad game after bad game. And so he just cut him. And so, everybody immediately sprinted to him and someone picked him up and that was Joe's way of learning. Like, Hey, maybe I got it. You know, I I can't think one week is the end of the world or I can't think that, you know, two weeks, you know, football is kind of, you know, funky. It can go have ebbs and flows. So that was his big mistake. You know, I've had mistakes where, you know, I'm, I wasn't even looking at any sort of a draft guide. So I was just going straight for my heart. And I think, several years ago like like uh, Joe Flacco's second year I think I drafted him in like the fifth round or something ridiculous like and it did not work out for me at all and that was kind of like okay well maybe I should just kind of you know use a draft board and then just kind of rearrange it or you know kind of feel the flow so that yeah there's all sorts of stuff like that that you kind of you kind of learn and you you mess up and I've made trades that I have been the complete loser of. I've made trades that I've been the complete winner of, and I've had trades in all in the middle. You know, like one bad one isn't going to stop me from trying to make my team. You know, the best I've already made one this year, and it's only been a few weeks. And I well, with, you know, well that's what
0: makes it so good because it's it's as much as we sit here. It could be you can look at points, you can look at Sajid to like draft boards, you can look at all this stuff. A lot of it's luck. Like oh, yeah. I would say, ninety percent of it's probably luck because, like, you know, like I am um, trying to think. Okay, okay, I am just going off. I am gonna go off. I like to, I like to brag that I finally won something in life. <laughs> um, the year that I actually did win, honestly, I would have never won if you looked at my team. It sucked. Besides Todd Gurley, Todd Gurley carried that whole team that whole season. His back. That's why he's hurt right now because his back hurts because <laughs> he carried my fantasy team the whole season. So th- and that was luck. That was luck. Oh, yeah. I just picked him because I think I was I was third in drafting that year and um Todd Gurley was the number third three pick and I was like whatever, I'll just take him and it just worked out. But then there was a year that um the year after Cam Newton went to the Super Bowl, I drafted him. I was like I got to get Cam Newton. I mean, he's a point he gave he gave so many points the year he went to the Super Bowl. He's no way he's going to be good. I mean, no way he's not going to be good. And he shit the bed. I mean, he shit the bed ever since then, but he he's He shit to bed. So
1: it's kind of, it's all, it's, it's all luck. It's all luck. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, you can, (laughs) you can, anybody who says this, that it doesn't have a huge amount of luck is, is just lying to themselves. Now, that doesn't say that it it doesn't also take skill to figure out the next move when bad luck hits you. But yeah, I mean, yeah, that's skill. Oh, boy. Um, Sorry about that. No worries. So.
0: I got a child that screams in the back of my podcast, so I can just <laughs> only imagine your children screaming.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's.
0: Um, no, I mean, I, I mean, it does. See, I think that's how that's how you that's how you separate yourself from bad fantasy players and good fantasy players. It's the bounce back. That's a good example, Devin, because you know you could you can start zero and three, but it's just the bounce back, picking up trading, doing other things like that. Um, I'm still scared about trading, but I like to think that my bench is a revolving door. Like I'm trying my best. Like my tight end is like, oh, he's not been performing. Big Ben went down. I don't know if he's going to be good with his backup. So and then he got hurt. So I just decided to, to cut him. Right now, it's a good decision. But will it be in two weeks? I have no idea. <laughs> but um, it's kind of like how the, the the bounce back and I agree. Yeah. Well.
1: well yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I, I got distracted by my. Dogs being jerks, but but yeah. Well, what I was I was trying to say is we were we were talking about luck. I mean, another thing with with the luck is again. I'm I'm just looking. I'm just pulling up out, you know our exact records right now, and I'm just looking at we've got somebody that has scored the fifth most points uh, in the league. So you'd think that you know okay. So that means they're probably fifth. That means they're probably two and two like everybody else who is fifth. But guess what? He's had the third most points scored against him. So he is one and three and he's currently sitting at ninth. That happens. I mean, you like uh sometimes you'll have the second most points scored in that week, but you'll be going against the number one team and you could have beaten every other single team, but because you got matched up with that, you know, that that's just bad luck. You know, there's just nothing you can do about it. You just take that loss and hope that you can not get matched up like that. I mean that happens to me year after year. I mean um, you know, a random heel injury that could have happened to any first round pick. Guess what? It might've just happened to yours. You know, like that anybody can, most of the time people that end up doing good in the year is just people that happen to not have any injuries. Like uh, right now I've been lucky. Um, a couple other people have already had to drop top players. Whereas I haven't, and I'm in good standing. Yep. You know, a yeah. lot of it's, it's all like that. So it's, you know, yeah.
0: it's a, it's a little bit difficult in other sports like like i said i played hockey the the hockey one now the hockey one i just you know if they're hurt i'll just replace them i you know i yeah. didn't care too much about it just because i'm not the hugest hockey fan i'm more of an nba fan than i am a hockey fan i still don't watch nba all the time yeah. um but with the nba when i when i played last year um it's it, it's since there's so many more games than the nfl the in, mm-hmm. it's kind of the inevitable that your players get hurt. Or there's been times yeah. where I had Giannis and he sat down for two weeks last yep. year, and I'm just like, oh my god, he's my number one scorer. Or like you know, Clay. I have I had Clay Thompson and he was just kind of like, you know, he has a great week, but then the next week he you know he misses two or three games, and these are important games because every game is is a well, every game's important. Um, but yeah, I mean these are just you know situations that you just kind of have to deal with i guess i don't know
1: yeah i mean i mean I, yeah i mean obviously it, it depends on what league you're doing fancy for i mean obviously you know football every win or every loss just like it does in the real life game matters way more because at the end of the year there's going to be a bunch of teams that are you know six and five and five and six and it's going to be whoever wins that last game is going to get in there whereas basketball you know there's 82 games. I don't know if you do it daily or if you did it on a weekly or on a bi weekly, but you know, you can do it different, different bunch of different yeah. ways. Yeah. There's w- a lot, a lot I did more w- wins out there.
0: Oh yeah. I, I did it weekly. Um, every day I had to change my lineup, but I, mm-hmm. but it was basically, I just faced someone weekly. So I just yeah. broke it down by weeks. So, yeah. Um, that. yeah. All right, so I, I had a question for you. Um, what are, what are you would say out of all the years you played fantasy sports? Well, we'll just say football cause I think it's mostly football. Um, What is your biggest regret, and then what are what is your biggest accomplishment? Like, what do you what do you what do you remember that is your biggest thing that you've that you felt great about, and what is the the thing that you just wish you could take back? (laughs) Oh
1: Lord, uh, well, let's see. Well, my the worst trade I definitely made what I thought was a a smart trade, and it ended up just basically tanked my season. Is I think it was, and the worst thing is that it was my like I offered the trade. So mm-hmm. there's you know, of course, in hindsight, of course, he would have accepted. But one year I drafted about as good as I possibly could. I looked back on it and I was like, I was like, Yep, first round pick crushed it. Second round crushed it, third round crushed it. Um but I didn't know that at the time. So at the time I said, you know what? I want a number a better receiver. So I believe I packaged T. Y. Hilton, who ended up, I think, that year being, I don't know, he was a top ten receiver. Yeah, and and Melvin Gordon, uh, who ended up being a top five running back. I packaged them for Allen Robinson, who who ended up. Oh yeah. Who ended up being like? Was he in Jacksonville? Yeah, yeah, that was when he was in Jacksonville, and he ended up. God, he was the 40th best receiver that year like the year but the year before he had an amazing season he was like a top 12 receiver but then he just tanked and so that was that was all she wrote for me and and that was that was my my offer i offered the guy i was like hey what about this trade he's like yeah i'll take that so that was definitely the worst one um i've never made one as bad as that well that's Uh, good (laughs) yeah my my best one was one that i hated at the time but I almost won the championship. I lost on like a crazy, like uh, I think I lost because my running back had a chance to run it in the end zone at the end of the game, and he couldn't get in. So I ended up losing to Justin in the championship. But oh, that was one league where I I was like I literally just drafted every old guy that fell to me. So mm-hmm. that was so that was a year that Peyton Manning threw for fifty touchdowns, and that was. God, I can't even, you know, this was years and years ago, but I remember every old guy that people were scared of, I was like, like uh, Vincent Jackson, everyone's like, well, he's like 35 now, maybe I shouldn't draft him anymore, and he had an awesome season, so I I just had a whole team of just old dudes that, when I drafted it, I thought it was going to be terrible, it's like, God, this is the worst team I've ever had, how could I do this, and then I ended up almost winning the championship, so it, it's, it's always hard to tell, I've like, this year I thought I had an okay draft, and so far I'm I'm doing really well. So you, yeah. you never know.
0: Well, see, one thing that I've learned, and I know you've learned, is uh, ne- never based a player off how well they did last year. And it took yeah. me a while to learn that. It really did. For the longest time, I'm like, well, last year they had this many points. And I'm slowly starting to learn not to really look at their projected points and just look about who they're facing. Like, okay, yeah. so – I have two running backs. Should I tart? Should I start him because he's facing the Browns defense, or should I start him because they're facing Miami? So, well, well, okay. Recently, I didn't start Mahomes versus Baltimore, yep. which was a mistake. I mean, so I started Dak Prescott. It was it was supposed to be a a thunderstorm i mean i looked at i looked at weather statements and everything it's supposed to be a <laughs> thunderstorm in kansas city so yep. th- to me no one's gonna be throwing the ball and then I, I was like you know what and part of me was like oh ravens defense you know it's just because it's because it's the ravens i, I love yeah. the ravens so part of me was like okay well he probably he'll probably get like 20 26 points nothing too serious and i was like well dak everyone's lighting up the dolphins so that was right. the clear big move Dak got me 26 points but I would have won that game because I only lost, I think, by 10 points. And Mahomes got like 43. So, <laughs> I, right. I, you know, it's one of those things. It makes me sad because it's like I made that judgment call. and I, But I, I just – I based it. I, that one just sucked. But every other one I kind of base it off like points-wise. And just like, um, okay, uh, Hollywood Brown didn't start him the first two weeks. He had the best first two weeks. So I started him yep. the third week. Meh. I started him this week. Meh. <laughs> the yeah. first week I didn't start him because I don't he's a rookie. He didn't he didn't really have that many touches in preseason. I just felt like I don't know. I felt like I made the right decision. And I still stand by it. It was just a fluke that he, you know, he, he got like what was it like three passes and he, he had like so many I don't know, he had a lot. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, there's 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 a couple things with that. So like there's so so fantasy is a weird thing so first off yeah i mean the biggest thing is is to go with your gut and if your logic is sound then you know you gotta live with it even if it ended up not working out like a recent like last week joe called uh texted me and asked me if he if i would have started robert woods or uh uh sutton from the broncos And so I said, you know, Woods, you know, I I happened to have watched the Rams, the whole Rams game the week before. And I said, well, he should have had a touchdown. And that got called back. And he should have had a few big plays. And he's always been consistent. And he's uh, always been a top, you know, 15 wide receiver. And Sutton is unproven. And one's got Flacco and one's got Goff. I think you should go Woods. So he agreed. The logic was sound. Sutton ended up scoring more points. If he would have started Sutton, he would have won. Because he started Woods, he lost. So, it, you know, like there you got to just kind of live with like you having strong logic for the person you choose. Um going along with like how, you know, your logic seemed to sound, you know, like um, you know, like you said Dak should have had a better matchup. Well, yeah. now we know not because the Ravens' are, defense is garbage, but yeah. <laughs> at the time it looked like we might be okay. You know, it was supposed to rain like a monsoon, like it was supposed to be torrential. Yeah, I mean, all that—it was sound. It didn't work out, so be it. You live with it. It's—it's—it's kind of like, it's almost like how poker players like—you can get knocked out on a super lucky hand, but you played the odds. You know, you Mm -hmm. played the numbers on it. You're like, all right, there's no chance that this guy has a two because why would he still be playing this hand? And then he lays down a two and you lose, but 99% of the time you would have won. Yeah, you know, some hey, you know, shit happens. Yeah, you, know, you gotta kinda live with those type of you know days. Yeah.
0: I know. I wish. What? Trust me. yeah. Uh, it's a it's a coin flip. It really is. Yep. Like I'm just kinda like, well, ugh.
1: And then the other thing that's difficult to kind of decipher with fantasy is kind of going along with that, is there's like a few different like thought processes with that. So another person would have said, Hey, Rob, you're an idiot. You just benched Patrick Mahomes. And a common theme is always start the guys that you have that are studs. So yeah. And that, with that philosophy, you would say, well, I'm never benching Mahomes, even if he's going against, you know, the 85 bears, because he's the guy, like yeah. he is the league MVP, you know? So like, there's that. And then you got to take into account, like, uh, you know, do i start a guy that is like I'm, I'm trying to think of a like like someone like ron ronald jones for tampa bay you know he's he's an okay running back real life he's okay he's fine you know he's not going to be amazing or anything do i start him do i start him who doesn't have a ton of skill but he's got a great matchup and he's going to get the ball 20 times Or do I start someone like Gurley, who plays against who is a way better player, yeah, but you know ends up playing a tougher matchup and will only get the ball 10 times, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, these are just these are facts. I mean, you gotta it's tough, you know. You you want to you want to look at the matchup, you want to see, okay this person's facing this person or this team is facing this team so i know this person should flourish but then it's still luck i mean it's just i don't know it's just a a pain in my butt it just makes hey. me sad i i don't like being on a losing streak well i felt i felt good see it's it i think this is a thing maybe it's me let me know if you feel this way but when you win one, you feel great. When you win two, you're like, oh, okay, I have something here. I'm liking this. And then when you lose, if say if you win a third one, you just feel on top of the world. And then you lose like two in a row, and then you're just like, shit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> now, fa- fantasy will drive you nuts. Ugh. Like it. Sometimes I hate it just because I'll be watching a game, and I used to just enjoy watching football. Mm-hmm. And now all I'm thinking about is... Oh, he just scored two points instead of oh he has made a great catch. Yeah, and you know no one wants that. You want to just enjoy the game without thinking about someone beating you in a fake game.
0: Well, so it's it's tough being down here, and I don't have NFL Network. Um, I don't really get to see too many Ravens games, so I watch other games that are on, and I do have players on pretty much all the teams that play down here. Um, and I uh. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll root for them. I'll root for, I will only root for that team because oh, yes. my player's on there, but I hear exactly what you're saying. It's just, it's tough, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I wanted to talk about, uh, fantasy football etiquette. Now, what I mean by that is there's, there's some unwritten rules and I think every, every league that I've played in kind of has these same rules, but we definitely have these rules. And unfortunately, I the only way I had to learn about these rules is me breaking them for years. And maybe that's another reason why you guys didn't want me back. Um, <laughs> um, so one of the main rules, uh, Devin can definitely tell you a little bit more about this, is uh, don't give up. So even if you're zero 4 four, zero and five, zero and six, still set your team every week. Yep. Because you're basically you're basic. Well, you know, you could possibly win that one game. And it really help out other people because it's taken down like maybe the number one person. Um, yep. So you're you're kind of screwing over the group or the people in the top three. You're really screwing over. So I mean, you just that is that is a thing. And unfortunately, I, the first I think I know for a fact the first two years I just gave up because I I suck so bad, and um I did that and I think and then I broke rule number two, which is trade all my best players to a close <laughs> friend. <laughs> yeah. Like. These are some rules that need to be said more often because I, I played in another league and two people did the same thing and you know it was a I finally saw it on the other end and that's what made me mad and make me know that I'll never break
1: this rule again. <laughs> yeah, well, the the first rule, not all. I mean, it's important because you don't want to give anybody an automatic win. Yeah, like, um. Last year I got knocked out basically right away. Like my, my team was junk. So but I, I kept setting my lineup and I think I won like the last like four games, which probably pissed off a lot of people in the playoffs, but you know. Um we even have a rule where you if you keep playing, it's rewarding for you anyway, because we have the last position if you scored more than the like seventh place team, yeah. then you'll get into the playoffs because yeah. you just had bad luck. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, so it's it's just, a, you know, common courtesy, especially the second rule, you know, the second rule that you talked about, oh. you know, you, you don't, uh, you never want to stack a team that already probably is stacked because especially when there's money at, at stake, you know? Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I've been in so many – That see, that that's another reason why I kind of stepped away from trading because I'm not that good at trading and I don't really look at all the facts before I accept a trade. So in my eyes, when someone – as soon as I see that someone's trying to trade with me, I deny it. And then I'll message them or I'll text them and I'll just say, hey, I'm not going to trade. It's probably a good trade. But I just don't want to trade. <laughs> I always say the same thing. And it's nothing against them. It's just even when I'm doing bad because that's when – you know, I hate to say it, but there's some some players and multiple leagues, even ours, when they see a a team doing bad, they'll they'll pretty much they smell blood in the water, and they'll
1: just be like, "Oh my god, I need to! Can I get that receiver? I know you're not using them." <laughs> like, and well, there's there's a difference between that though. I mean, there's nothing wrong like a team that hasn't won at all. There's nothing wrong with them saying like I had. Discussions with Doug, who is in last place right now, yeah, about the potential of trading for Julio Jones. To him, he, his team is decimated with injuries. He has a bunch of holes in his lineup, and Julio Jones is a beast. So he needs a win bad, and only Julio might not be able to do it. So if someone offers him, you know, two people that he can start. Uh, compared to just one Julio, it could get him, you know, help him out for the rest of the season. Yeah. So it it you you shouldn't look at trades as completely negative. I mean, last year I ended up making several trades, and one of them I ended up getting Juju, and he ended up like top eight receiver for the for the whole season. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe that'll be my next endeavor. Maybe
0: I'll try to uh, start trading. We'll see. We'll see what what unfolds in the next couple of weeks. If I uh, if I go on a third losing streak, maybe I don't know. Um, one of the so I I did this thing in basketball, and I want to know if I can apply it to football, fantasy football. So one of the things that I did in fantasy basketball, um, it actually kind of helped me out towards the end of the season when I was in playoffs. It really worked, but do, throughout the year, it didn't really work. Um, so, when I was in the playoffs, I had three people on my bench that I just kept dropping and picking up other people. Like every time. So, since I played weekly in fantasy basketball, um, every day you reset your team. So, I'll have a person. he'll, He's just a mediocre guy. Uh, I would say names, but I'm going to butcher them all. So, this is to say I have a mediocre guy. He, um, you know, I put him in because he's playing on Monday night, and he got me about five, six points, which is great. Um, but then he's off Tuesday and Wednesday, so I would drop him, and then I would pick up someone that's that's playing Tuesday, and then he would give me the points, drop them, and these are just not my core guys, not the you know because I would do, I draft three core guys, and then everybody else I draft were like supporters, um, and I want to know if I can do that in football, first say because, you know, it's just yeah, what do you think? Uh,
1: I mean, there's some wiggle room like. Some people will, since kickers don't mean much, they'll drop their kicker for someone oh, yeah. until right before the game so they can hold on to them just in case they hear some good news about them. Um, and then at, when they have all the information they have, right before the game, they'll drop whoever they like the most and pick up that kicker. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. s- That's a smart play. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, some people will play the ad drop game in order to get ahead of a week so i might like in fact i did it for my defense like last week i didn't see anyone on the waiver wire that i wanted mm-hmm. so i grabbed the chargers defense because i knew they were playing miami and i ended up getting you know 20 points from them which is huge for defense so there, there's a couple of like kind of good free agent kind of tactics from it Um, another one would be if, you know, the person you're going against is hurting with quarterback, you could, if you have people, you feel like you can drop, you drop them and you pick up the top three best quarterbacks Mm -hmm. because you think you can guarantee that win, but you have to be prepared to lose those players too. So it's, it's a give and take, but there's, but there's some, you know, stuff that you can play with. Okay. I might have to apply that. I don't know. I I want to
0: I feel like like we we talked about it multiple times that this fantasy sports period it it is luck. But I also but in my mind I still think that there's still like 10% maybe 15% of like strategic moves that I can make and I want to become a better fantasy football player because I I I I want to win. I want to brag. Yeah. I just you just feel you feel good. I want to win. And um, yeah, I'm gonna have to try. See, I, I just, I'm just scared too. I'm also scared to take the leap because of you know players getting hurt. But that's, I guess, that's the name of the game. Even yeah, in real I mean, football, I mean, you know, you give a guy a contract, and then next thing you know it, he's hurt.
1: So no, there's there's absolutely skill involved. I mean, it's like 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 I just said about picking up that defense. That, that defense got me. 20 points and I had to sit on them for a, a week because I knew that Miami was garbage um, you know I traded a guy that had one good week or that still had a good like draft capital you yeah. know I, I took him in the fourth round so people thought that he was still gonna be good I traded him for someone that's been struggling so it might work in my favor because I you got to strike at the right chance yeah. so you know I mean I it, there's there's a lot of like true skill i mean you a lot of it has to do in the draft when you're looking at a guy that's expected to go in the 10th round and you think he's gonna be awesome so you take him in the eighth so you mm-hmm. you know that you can get this guy so there's there's plenty of skill to it all right we're gonna we're
0: gonna shift gears for a second i consider this fantasy but it's really not fantasy i guess um because it's 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 kind of more of just a a gambling thing, more or less. Dungeons and dragons. <laughs> Dungeons. And, how'd you know? Yeah, how'd you know? Huh. Um, so Devin was the one who got me into this, and I have been doing it every single year since he got me into it. And I don't remember when it was. Maybe when we worked at Blockbuster. I'll be honest with you. um March Madness. So, it's I consider it a fantasy sport because it is kind of fantasy. You you got a whole bunch of teams. But it's not really fancy because you're not drafting, you're not picking, you're not bat- um, you're not really battling people. You're just battling the odds. Um, so that's why I I kind of said if it's kind of iffy, but I really think that um, what is it? I, I I just I, I do like I won't. It's crazy because leading up, I'll watch a couple college games because I am in the South and college basketball is everything. Um, but leading up to the the tournament, I really don't pay too much attention to the seasons but the tournament it's like it draws me in and i feel like a lot of americans same thing they might not even give a shit but the male guy will still do a a fantasy uh or not a fantasy he'll still do a march madness table
1: yeah oh uh, yeah i mean if you want to talk about i mean you can talk about the same thing with there's skill because you have to watch some of these games you have to know all right this mid-major team has a ton of seniors which are going to help them and they can shoot the lights out so if they get hot they can make a run and then you have to think all right this team that's ranked number two overall in the country mm-hmm. but they have a bunch of freshmen and they all are streaky shooters and they are very small so if they run into a big team they could lose like yeah there's there's all sorts of stuff that you got to kind of yeah uh, pay attention to Um, In order to get the upsets, but even then you get someone like, you know, Virginia losing to, you know, uh, to Towson. Yeah, Yeah, that it just just very few people can
0: call that. I mean, it's well, that's why there's always that ESPN does this thing where if you ever have a perfect bracket, you'll give a million dollars and no one ever has a perfect bracket right there's always somebody that does lose um which is cool because i think that honestly to me it makes me enjoy college basketball more now to someone like you you enjoy basketball period you've always loved that sport but for me you know who's kind of on the outside of basketball i do like i watch it i do kind of enjoy it but it definitely brings me more into it makes it more important for me it makes me (laughs) more involved and um sorry i had to adjust myself i'm an adult <laughs> male um <laughs> yes i say random things on here devin is that a problem no no okay um but you no, know, i really i really do enjoy doing the uh oh, man I, I just the march madness it's it's great it's fun it's entertaining um and i agree with you maybe like you look at the lineup so you see okay well this person if this per- if this team wins this college wins they're probably either going to face either one of these two so if they do that, I know they'll pass to the third round. So it's it it yeah, I
1: I can see that. It's definitely very strategic. Yeah, I mean I follow college basketball fairly closely and my bracket's been busted more times than I can count. Uh-huh. And then someone like my mom will <laughs> choose a team because she likes their jersey more or she likes their mascot more mm-hmm. and they'll go further. You know, it it's that one is much more Fun in the chaos than than fantasy football is or fantasy sports in general. Now I'm only asking you this because you live in North Carolina, Duke
0: or North Carolina, Maryland. Good choice, good man. <laughs> yeah, that was a good that was a good answer. Good answer.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Well, you know, someone because it's kind of funny you said that. My father in law was we we me and him were talking. And, um, he was like, well, now you live in South Carolina football. he was like, do you go for the Gamecocks or you go for Clemson? And I was like, uh, I don't like Clemson. And I know my brother-in-law went to the Gamecocks and I have a t-shirt or two for the Gamecocks, but I'm gonna go Maryland. (laughs) So that's, that's definitely a good answer. Um, all right. I have to ask you, and I know we already talked about this. So fantasy basketball, um, it's coming up. Yep. And, uh, you're going to play? Huh, huh, yeah, huh, sure. Huh? sure, I'll play. Um, I have a couple guys that I've played with last year. Um, and I know two of them are trying to stick together, but they're pulling some friends. I think actually one of them actually has like five friends he wants to play. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. If I can get you and maybe want convince one other person that I know, you know, it'll, it'll be great. But we'll see. Um, I will say the challenges of fantasy basketball, just like hockey and probably just like baseball is uh remember re- remembering to set your team every morning and i say morning because sometimes games happen at like 12 1 o'clock in the afternoon you don't even expect it sure and that well christmas i forgot to set my teams so you don't <laughs> even know what happened on christmas <laughs> like, oh man that was just a, that was a brutal time um but I actually really, I really enjoyed it, and it's not because like I I, I was kind of successful last year in fantasy basketball. I think even if I wasn't, it was fun. It was fun because you know we had a little chat going on, so just talking smack and just, just like a, just like our league. I don't really say too much, but just watching yeah. that unfold was pretty fun, and and I think it really it motivated me to watch more more basketball without you. I I used to only watch basketball with Devin. Yep. Like I would never just, you would never come to my household and just see a basketball game on with me sitting in front of the TV. And but when Devin, you know, hanging out with Devin and then me living with him, him living with me, you know, we just, I just, I would watch basketball with him. And I think the fantasy definitely helped me. I really want to try fantasy baseball. I know for a fact after a month, I'm going to regret it. I know. <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I I can't get into that one.
0: Well, baseball, but,
1: baseball is just dying.
0: <laughs>
1: period. Yeah, just not not for me. But I mean, the the other thing that's fun about fantasy basketball is that you got categories where you don't really have them in fantasy football. You know, you got a a guy that gets you thirteen rebounds a game, but yeah. you know, only only ten points a game could be more important if you need more rebounds. So it it's it's a different type of strategy you got to apply to it.
0: And you know it's uh with the and you have a lot the well the way we played it we played weekly and um you have a lot of players it's not just like a short you know it's not like two wide receivers two running backs kind of thing it's just like oh i have like four guards and i have right. what what would it like it's just i have six forwards what's going on here um <laughs> so it's just you know it, it's cool yeah utility players mm-hmm. well yeah you can a lot of players can do both like you know LeBron James he's not just you know a right. shooting guard he's also a small forward or you know he can be either one in fantasy so this is kind of like oh that's pretty cool yep um so and i will say this and i think i read this too and that's what you know i actually did start reading things that kind of helped me in fantasy sports period and um it you know whatever you draft good play, draft a known player that's fine draft someone that you know is going to be man this is it this is the player zion williams draft zion williams that's great but have people if you when once you get into later picks pick look at teams that don't really have big players because they're they're secondary and their third players are going to be scoring a lot more and that's what that kind of helped me too cuz i was picking people um, who did who did i wish i i wish i can go back in the app and it would tell
1: me who i had last year there's probably a way i just don't know <laughs> um,
0: i'm I know,
1: sure. I know there is for football if you're in the same league but I I couldn't tell
0: you yeah. if it's for yeah, other sports. Not. Um, wait, well, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll Google it and figure it out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can just pick little little players. Like p- players are like, well, one game they only give you like ten points, but the next game they're giving you twenty five points. And yes, the point the point system is higher. Like there's been times where in a week I scored like four five hundred points. <laughs> um, but you have to understand it's a whole week. I mean, right. You know, so, I don't know. I'm excited though. I'm really I'm really glad you're gonna try fantasy basketball.
1: Yeah, I've been wanting to do it for a couple of years. I haven't done it for a while just because well, like I said at the yeah. beginning, I like to play with people I know.
0: Yeah. Um but yeah, any any questions you have for me for fantasy? Anything uh oh,
1: you know? boy, uh I don't know. I think I think we touched base on on most most things with it. Mm-hmm. You know, by the I, like, I wanna make sure it's known that I, I beat you last week, so that was nice. <laughs> Uh, um. Yeah.
0: So I was pissed. I looked over. Yeah. I was talking to Chris, and I was like, "Listen, I gotta beat Devin. <laughs> you know, but I just anybody else. It's gotta be Devin. You know, I was really glad that I beat Joe in the first week because this. Uh, let me tell you this quick story. So one of our friends, Joe, I faced him. You know, I think he's the commissioner this year. Um, yep. I faced him week one, right? In a hurry. I, my my name. Oh my thing is Dirty Myrtle because I live in Myrtle Beach. That's what the locals <laughs> call it, Dirty Myrtle. This sob, because it was a hurricane that came in town. He named his team after the hurricane because it was it was kind of hit. It hit Myrtle Beach, so I was like, oh okay. And as soon as I was I was beating the crap out of him, and he changed his name to a tropical depression. Yep. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that was pretty good. It was kudos to him, but it was the best thing. I just felt so good, like ah, oh, like, oh, and it's been that ever since. He hasn't really did too much. Um, <laughs> yeah, he he
1: tempted the fantasy gods by insulting you in the middle of a hurricane, mm-hmm. so Yeah, so I will never insult I don't even know who am I facing next week. I have no idea.
0: You know. I, don't know. I just hope it's good. I hate I hate looking at it Because I just keep <laughs> seeing the score that you beat me. I, I enjoy seeing it. Uh, <laughs> you are playing Justin. Oh shit, I have to beat him. <laughs> yeah. You know, well there's a couple of people that are playing that I don't know. I've never met Eric. I'm sure he's a great guy. Um I never met uh Travis. Never met him. Yep. Um I'm sure he's a great guy too. I just not
1: probably never met Richie.
0: No, I never met Richie. Oh man, look at this. 158 yeah. to 124 121. What the fuck? It's beautiful. Yeah, it's not beautiful. Well, if you look at it, it looks like I, I like you said, you you hit the nail right on the coffin. You said it perfectly. If you look at teams, just look at the people's teams, like Patrick Mahomes, Kamara. I mean, I have good people on my team,
1: but you were the better better team that week. I mean, just like it's just tough and fancy. You would have beaten six other people had you played, but you happen to go against the second highest scoring. Like it's mm-hmm. that's how how it goes in fancy. Well, here I'm going to ask your
0: advice just real real quick i'm not gonna do anything i just want to pick your brain if you have a player that has literally been getting only one or zero points for the last three
1: weeks do you cut them it depends on who it is okay um because if it's a guy that i think is going to bounce back i'll hold on to him and see if he can do anything if it's someone that i picked up in the middle of the, you know late round or off the waiver wire that doesn't have a good quarterback or is in a bad situation or has a lot of mouths to feed, then I might I might cut him for mm. someone on the waiver wire. So like, it, it all depends. I drafted this backup running back for the Rams. He I would probably drop. Yeah. Well, the only not we, even
0: their backup anymore. I know. He's just on special teams. I just read. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, my logic was, Gurley's hurt. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, well maybe he'll get a little bit more touches because Gurley's, you know, not really himself and I don't know. That was just a that was a bad move. I'm going to try to trade him, trade him to Justin see what happens. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but thank you for coming on the show. Sure. It's nice. So when uh when's the next uh podcast for Disney? Huh? When's the next OMO podcast?
1: Oh, good question. Uh, we'll we'll figure it out fairly soon. Um I it's got to be this week. Yeah. So as soon as I get it all going we'll we'll post it. Um I'm guessing I'll have it up by Friday. Is yeah. my guess.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I mean um yeah, there's a lot I'm definitely down to talk to talk to you about a lot of things. I I did pre-order uh Disney Plus, so there oh, goes my nice. money. Um and then uh which yeah. Definitely check out those episodes because we talk about Disney Plus and a whole bunch of cool shit that's going on in the Disney world and just – not just Disney. Well, yeah, it's pretty much Disney because they,
1: <laughs> they own Fox and they own every – I was going to say yeah, when they- you say just Disney, it's a pretty big <laughs> net. Um, Yeah, I – you know, I – yeah. I'll, I'll just
0: leave it at that. I won't say anything else. But <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to – everyone, you guys have a great night and uh, we'll hear from Devin soon.
1: Yep. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Rob.
0: If you guys love and like what you just heard, please like and share us. Go to our Facebook page or Instagram page or Twitter page, all at Couch on Fire Podcasts. We couldn't do this without you guys' support. And we want to continue doing this because we do love and cherish everything we say and everything we do. And uh, thank you guys for everything. And I will see you next episode.